Welcome to the acclaimed podcast, Deep Dive with Andy and the White Whale. Welcome to the Deep Dive. Thanksgiving week has been a successful week for your boy. Uh, Had a hell of a day today. Uh, I caught a lot of breaks, but I had a lot of closing line value, so I can't say that these were all lucky bets. Uh, I just, everything I needed to break my way, broke my way today. I'm sitting at five and one with uh, the over in the Packers Vikings pending. Uh, Andy, how is your Sunday going? Good. I was a little, uh, man, the Niners made me sad. Boy, did they. Like, that was pretty sad. It's like, I, I absolutely, and honestly, the Colts game was pretty, you know, sketchy, but they got there if you did tease them as a leg. And hopefully if you took the Colts as a teaser leg, you found something better to put them with. But I went back and forth between the Browns and the Niners, and then the Browns just got bet completely out of the, like, the Wong zone. And I said, well, I'm not going to just tease it to, like, six and a half or whatever. What is seven? And I said, I'll just leave that one alone. And uh, I figured the Niners' offense could do something against Tampa, and that was an ugly game. There wasn't was. a ton of – I mean, I get, there was a couple ugly games, but it was a fun day overall. Um, Chargers team total over uh, – this was a busy week. This was the first week where I didn't take a position on Sunday or Monday, and then that kind of rolled into the holiday of me. I went to – I mean, it's like five and a half hours to my in-laws driving. We drove because flying doesn't – would take 10 times longer and then i drove to my dad's house and like we we were all over the state and into south dakota didn't have a lot of time to like look at the games on wednesday thursday played some fun stuff we did some halftime lines i think we went two and one on the thursday scopes but man i did i got to sunday morning i didn't really have a bet placed yet and that's not where i wanted to be i had <laughs> i had leans all weekend, you were behind the market which granted well one of my biggest leans well not my biggest leans but a lean that i'd been looking at all week was texans and if i'd have bet them earlier in the week <laughs> i would have got some nasty reverse clv like i think if i think probably wednesday thursday the texans were like minus 6 oh they were way out there yeah that's true so that's that true. one worked out. Um, obviously, team totals aren't something unless you have pinnacle. That's not something you can really bet early in the week. Anyway, I had right. my eye on that. Sure, one if it, I was thinking twenty eight or better, that was a, a go go. And then uh, it's funny. I replied to somebody today about the Seahawks uh, Panthers game. How I had no, just no idea what was going to happen between those teams, and I was staying completely away, and then end up taking it over. <laughs> well, yeah, the you're, more I you're... Looked, the more I looked at it. I'm like these. I, I said it too. I should have. I wish I'd have wrote this down because it makes you look smarter. Like I can say I said anything I want, but I'm like, man, these teams are just gonna like live in the red zone, and that that yeah, wasn't working exactly out. Was that wasn't working not, out at no, all. But but then it, all of a sudden oh, it was. There should have been yeah. 70 points in that game. It was there so really frustrating. I'm really glad that got there because that would have been a bad beat in my mind as far as just the fumbles and the. The you know the missed opportunities in the red zone that was pretty gross to start out. It I was. was really happy to have twenty three and a half. Like I yeah. thought we were going to go to half at like ten points. Yeah, it did have that um, feel. Like oh my god, this is just a snoozer. Uh, Seattle came out a little creaky, a little slow, a little slow, a little early for them. Uh, they didn't look completely adjusted and ready for game speed. They pretty much kicked you know gave away the whole first quarter. Thankfully, they only conceded three points to Carolina. 
Uh, Carolina got lucky too, though. Like, they, were, they were recovering a lot of their own fumbles. That was a wild game all around. I do feel like Seattle was the right side, especially at three and a half. I was so happy to have the hook in that one because I felt like it was going to be a three-point um, game either way. And Philly, um, let's should we talk about yeah. Philly's the Philly closing line value. Yeah. You actually sold to 46 and a half. So yes. when you play when you play this bet, <laughs> when you play this bet, it was probably 45 and a half, 46, right? It was 46 or, or, flat. It was 46, 46 flat. 46, 46 <laughs> even money. You sold to 46 and a half. It lands on 47. But unless I don't even think yesterday you could get a 47. It was no, pretty no, much no, no. 48. By, by Friday, by Friday, yeah. it was by so Friday. If you bet and yeah, if you bet it this morning, it was 49 or 50. So yes. you yeah. That was that was you know, huge. Everyone, that was not huge. everyone has time to do that, but I mean, if you really want to, it's not all. This doesn't work out all that often. Sometimes it even works against you. But yeah, if you if you take the time on Sunday night and look at the openers and look at if you see something you really like, sometimes you have to grab it, like you did, because yeah, the difference between betting that on Monday or Sunday when you did and today is a win and a loss. Yeah, by Friday at lunchtime. It was uh, 47 and a half, and that's a loser. Um, and it shouldn't have been. There's, And we can talk. We, let's let's dive into the games in a hot second, and let's start with that one because that one's one I want to talk about, the Giants-Philly game. Uh, but, like, you bring up uh, some great points in the story you told just about how Usually. your week your, – about how your week went, though, because I feel like that was how the market – went this week too that, so yeah, we attention. talked we talked about yeah. this like so much the, wins, the movement the movement that was it, on you know you have during wednesday and thursday the wednesday was, thursday friday movement it got just shifted completely into saturday it was all delayed it was all so delayed and then on saturday things were moving like crazy and you're looking i'm like getting all these alerts i'm like what the hell's going on and it's like oh shit no one was betting these games this week now their markets are getting shaped finally you can start to see things you know or you know uh, you know align themselves and I, I ended up with massive closing line value on that new england play i had i sold out to new england nine and a half that closed at 13 uh i sold well, you pissed, mentioned that's the one of the ones i said i liked last like, i know early you were, yes and i stayed away yeah. which it wouldn't matter they all closed didn't they or it all uh, yes. covered yes yeah by a point and because of a goal line stand by the patriots uh that was one of the things i needed to kind of help my day go right and the Patriots did their jobs. They stood on the goal line against Josh McCown. Uh, if the if the Patriots got backdoored by the Jets uh, in you know this late in the season, I think then you're starting to get a little worried about about their about the Patriots. Uh, the fact that they stood there on the goal line was huge. Um, similarly, uh, you know the fact that let's go back to the Giants and, and the Eagles for a second. The Giants were lighting the Eagles on fire. The Eagles, we know, have an extremely depleted secondary. They had no business, uh, you know, covering the likes of Odell Beckham Jr. and, and Shepard and, and everybody else. But Eli Manning throws this pick at the end of the first half that was gross. And he just went into full turtle mode after that. Like he did not do, he would, he refused to throw the ball down the field. He was afraid Malcolm Jenkins was going to get him again. Malcolm Jenkins, Jenkins, the one healthy guy in the Philadelphia secondary. Literally, all Eli Manning had to do was identify where Jenkins was on the field and throw it away from him, and he was going to complete every downfield pass. He wouldn't do it. The Giants only scored three points in the second half. They were clearly the right side in that game. They should have pulled away with the victory. Instead, they leave Philadelphia alive for the hunt in the AFC East. I mean, the NFC East, and NFC East is going to be fucking fascinating because Philadelphia comes into this week, enormous favorites over 
the uh, Washington Redskins. Meanwhile, the Dallas Cowboys go to uh, New Orleans on uh, Thursday night football in their seven point docks. Uh, do you think uh, one is Philly going to get it done versus Washington? Are they going to pound them? Is that another easy overlook given the way that the secondary looks for Philly? That's where I leaned. I didn't see totals yet. I have to pull that up, but wow, it's Philly is another one of those teams. It's what if I told you? What if I told you that mode of like, I don't know what the fuck to think of them. What if I told you it was 43 and a half? (laughs) I think Monday night football over Washington, Philly, 43 and a half is a a banger. That is a, I bet that closes on the other side of 45 or 47. Yeah. I, seriously, like that, like like, like Philly's not the, right the, the these 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 defenders for the Eagles are not walking back through that door. Um, I don't advocate laying seven points with the Eagles for sure at the state. Oh, of their I saw defense. that six and a half, seven. I'm like, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, no way, no way, no way. But Washington's got the pieces on offense. They get a long week to prep. They're going to get guys like Jameson Crowder back out there probably. Uh, they might get uh, Chris Thompson back. So we keep waiting on him. Uh, but uh, almost certainly you're going to have a much, much friskier Redskins team uh, in terms of offensive weapons than we even saw on Thanksgiving. This feels like a no doubt over spot. So don't wait for this one to get up into the 47s, you know, beat that closing line value. And closing line value, boy, you know, that really helped me out in that spot big time because this game ended 22-25. This should have been well into the 50s. The fact that it landed on 47, I think, was It pretty, was a wonky game. It was yeah. pretty weird. Yeah. And that's with Philadelphia converting both of their two-point attempts. Uh, so, good job on them. And the Giants deserve to lose this one. They played, they played not to lose, and they freaking lost. Like, they were so conservative in the second half. It was really a shame the way they were moving the ball in the first, you know, first quarter and a half. They just completely abandoned that the minute Eli threw that pick. Uh, and uh, this never really should have been very close. Um, you ended up having two pretty impressive bets with the Seattle-Carolina over. That was a beauty. And the Chargers team total over. You have this feel for the Chargers. You know what's up with them. Talk to me a little bit about the the, the state of the Chargers organization, the what it was like winning the team total this week, and uh, how you look ahead uh, to them against Pittsburgh on Sunday Night Football next week. I was a little disappointed that they played Melvin Gordon that much with like a semi-injury. Now he has an MCL sprain, which whatever. Running backs don't matter. Austin Eckler's pretty good, and their receiving core is nasty. Phillip Rivers was dialed in. Obviously, he set a freaking record for – I mean, he was 25 of 25 at one time. It was uh, it was sketchy. That first drive was a three and out, I think, and they were down. They were down 7 nothing. It's funny, like that with the Patriots. They were down 10 nothing. Ten up. They were, okay. Well, they're down seven nothing on their first drive. They, yeah, they yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, right, right. They haven't done Yeah, the what was it? The Patriots, the Ravens, the Chargers, the Colts. All the biggest favorites were down to start with, or at least uh, I think the Colts were seven seven right away. But yeah, the Patriots. All those teams. If you took big chalk, they were down. And granted, the Colts didn't cover their number, but uh, all the double digit, all the double digit favorites, I think, were losing to start with. And they all covered. It was sketchy times for the uh, the big numbers, but boy, San Diego when they're clicking like that, and that's what I wanted to see. I hoped I. Uh, it's amazing how many shitty coaches there are. Unlike good teams, Vance Joseph. Uh, I mean, they they probably should have won that game a couple different times. It was amazing how that ended up having to happen. Anthony Lynn last week. I mean, the Chargers. They were so much better. 
They were so much better than the Broncos for big chunks of that game. And they just pissed it down their legs. So I hate narratives like that, but I was hoping I'm like, they know they have an offense. They're good. Wouldn't they just think like, hey, let's let's score like 30 points on these guys right away and not worry about it so we can just put Geno Smith in? And that's how it went. It is lovely when not only you win a bet, but you you kind of got the game script down when you when you handicap it and when you decide how it should go. Okay, so let's talk. And then go, this going, week. Forward, let's, going forward, who knows? Like they they can go out and score three points next week. They they have such a bad coach. Well, that I want to talk about next week. They head to Pittsburgh for uh, primetime football. P- Pittsburgh has been out of this world solid in primetime spots so far and this season. Home. And at home, Chargers head to Pittsburgh. Okay, now let's talk about this a second. West Coast teams flying east for primetime traditionally have the circadian bump, right? We see West Coast teams perform well because for them it's like late, you know, it's like midday. And for Pittsburgh, it's like, you know, winding down for the night. Um, I'm looking at this opening line of three and a half, and I'm like, this is a no no doubter. Grab jab chargers plus three and a half before it because I feel like this almost certainly closes at three. Uh any any disagreement there? Pittsburgh's such a public team. Like they all seem to catch money. Yeah, no way. I'm not, I'm this, not close. Hooks, I'm seeing. I'm actually disappear. seeing. Bet online has a four at even money or at one ten. Bet online does. Yeah. Hmm. Or Lovig. Really? I learned about Lovig today. Hmm. Sumi uses. I might open an account. That's what I need. Is a a ten minus one hundred five. Yeah. 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 Um. Really. Okay. I feel like the Chargers are very, very live in this game. And, yeah. uh, I feel like I they're, they're even, even-ish, and it, it should close at, like, three. Hmm. I, I think they're live. I think they can win, but I think it'll close, like, two and a half, three. I don't know. Okay. Okay. Char- okay. I mean, Pittsburgh, p- people have seen Pittsburgh play pretty well. Big Ben threw for, like, 450 yards today. What a weird game. It was a really strange game, and I felt like they were the better team for most of it, too, to be honest. What was the over you just talked me into? Oh, here we go. Oh, Monday Night Football. It was uh, (laughs) Eagles. Oh, look at that. Free bet. Free bet. Eagles. Eagles skids on Sunday. I mean, Monday. Um, Yeah, no, both primetime games are going to be fun this week. I like that over in that Monday Night spot, and I like like the hook with the Chargers. I think the Chargers are going to give the Steelers every bit of a a fight here. Pittsburgh probably wins, but uh, if you're going to give me a hook uh, for two evenly matched teams, I'm going to take it every time. Uh, so interesting uh, matchup there. Uh, God, and Pittsburgh probably should have lost two weeks ago to the Jaguars. They did lose today in a tough spot. Second week in a row on the road in at altitude. Uh, weird ass game. Uh, Denver with the goal line stand to preserve my under was pretty sweet. Uh, you hear that? that? What was that? That was the heartbeat uh, during no, the goal line stand. That's Lamar Jackson sneaking up on you. <laughs> He's in your rearview mirror. He is. My God, is he in the rearview mirror? Baltimore covers it with the uh, defensive score against Oakland Raiders today. Uh, if you had the yeah, stones had, to back Oakland, Baltimore, I'm sorry. If you had Baltimore, that was probably a. Lucky. I don't know. I don't know if I want to say it was like the wrong side. It probably was a no bet. That was probably a good no bet game once it got up to where it was at. But if yeah, you're like, uh, you, you, you lucked out when you get two defensive touchdowns, you, you covered lucky, which they, they all cash the same. So and granted, when you put it, when you put uh, 
the product on the field that Oakland's putting on on the field for offense. Maybe a defensive score isn't something that's completely out of the ordinary on a week-to-week basis. Two is. Okay, so what uh, what do you make of um, uh, next week for Baltimore? Uh, you going to stick with uh, Lamar Jackson as you head to Atlanta uh, with kind of this, you know, this I'm newfound. Not this game yet. I mean, they, they've said there's a line out there, but. And that, that raises the conversation too, but Harbaugh said he's not sure who's going to start yet. Hmm. So I don't know if you want to like, and granted, let's say you're betting the Ravens because you like what Lamar's doing. I mean, is a healthy Flacco that big of a downgrade? I don't, I guess I don't think so. I guess maybe if you're betting this as a Falcons fade, or if you think you'd really like to see what Lamar Jackson looks like on that turf down there. Yeah. Yeah. He might go. He might go for a hundred yards again. Ooh, or it might be Flacco. I don't know. What What do you do if you're Harbaugh? Flacco's one hundred percent healthy. No, no. I, 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 I Flacco's done. He's, yeah. he's he's taking his last snap for me unless I absolutely have to put him back out there. I want to see what Lamar Jackson's got. Yeah. No. I don't think. I don't think if you pull put Flacco in, you are improving your chances of winning a Super Bowl this year. But if you keep if you stick with Lamar, you are doing a better job of shaping the future of your franchise. If you're Harbaugh, you're buying yourself more years in the job. You know, if you can if you can make you know if you can bring home wins with Lamar Jackson out there as your quarterback, you are going to maintain this job in Baltimore for another three four years. Uh, so I would absolutely you know kind of try to figure it out with uh, Lamar personally. Um, and I think he will. I think at the end of the day, we're going to see him out there. And I think that the line that's hung Baltimore minus three reflects that uh, I'm done backing uh, the Falcons. They've crushed me too many times, including Thanksgiving night. Uh, the fumble on the goal line by Ridley was just out of this world. You shake your head moment. Like you gotta be fucking kidding me. He fumbled it at that one inch line. Um, so yeah, no, I think this is I'm probably still a good petitioning the league. I think he was in. Ah, there was. There's so many games this week. There are so many games this week. Uh, let's talk about Andrew. Yeah, Lucky be and be prepped Nelson's for goals. Super Show on Tuesday or Wednesday. Oh my goodness! I know there's so many games. Uh, the uh, I still got to confirm our guest for that one. Uh, the uh, the Thursday night game is going to be a great one. New Orleans Saints rolling. The hottest team still in your mind. The New Orleans Saints going up against Dallas in Dallas minus seven favorites. Do you think they get that done? They get the win. Boy, that's a that's a sharp line. Sure is. I don't Honestly, think I got an angle on that one. I don't. Like sometimes you just look at it and be like, that feels that's the Goldilocks line. It's just right. Looks like I'm I'm on bet online right now looking. I haven't I don't have other books pulled up. I guess I got dimes too, but it's shaded a little towards the Saints. Like that's taking money. What mm-hmm. did it open at seven? Seven and a half, but it was yeah. juiced pretty favorably in, yeah. in favor I'm of the Saints. Yeah, I'm seeing a juicy S7. Um, yeah, five dimes of seven minus 115. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, minus, minus 120, excuse me. Okay, let's do a little bit of – let's just roll call down the, Whoa, down the yeah, list here. I'll leave that one. That one's uh, Colts, three and a half favorites against the Jags. The Jags, the season's over. They had their letdown today in Buffalo. Uh, they looked like they were going to win at one point, then they lost. Uh, Weird-ass games, start to finish. I have virtually no comment on that. 
Uh, and over. I kind of want to, I kind of want to look, yeah, the over sounds about right. 47 or and a half. Colts, Colts, uh, team total over right now would be 24 plus 1.75. So you're looking at like Colts over 26. I think that's feasible or the over 48. Both of those probably come through. Right it's actually on. juice to the over. So that'll probably end up at 49 or 50. Hmm. Okay. Uh, okay. So, uh, Panthers, Tampa, let's talk about Carolina for a second. Their season all of a sudden is in shambles. They're six. They went from six and two to six and five. Uh, do they get right against Tampa? I, I want to bag Tampa here so bad, but this is so hopeful. I'm so hopeful that the Panthers take another loss here to keep their season win under intact. Yeah. It's Uh, tough when, tough when you have a big old season win total or a future bet and it starts to affect you. It's really, this is really affecting me because I really want to back Tampa Bay in this spot, but maybe the overs the play, man, maybe 56 points is awful low. 56 points is low for, for a T two teams that can just hang, hang it on each other in this one. Maybe I just play the over. Yeah, I'm over 56. Okay. Uh, Baker Mayfield and, and uh, the Cleveland Browns. Uh, frisky team down the stretch. Going to cover a lot of spreads. Going to make a little bit of noise uh, as we head into the, uh, the the home stretch of the 2018 season. Uh, head to play Houston Texans and Deshaun Watson. Uh, Deshaun Watson, we obviously need to see what they look like on Monday Night Football. Uh, but any interest in Cleveland if they're four and a half point dogs in the road, or is that not enough points? Probably not enough points on the road. Yeah. Their defense there. really conceded way too much late in that game against Cincinnati. I agree with you. Against, uh, I mean, who who was the? I didn't watch any of that. Who came in for Dalton? Oh, I have no idea. I didn't know they pulled him. I, well, I tuned like, that game out. He like effed up his thumb or so. I don't know. Like this is how much we didn't watch this game. <laughs> yeah, but, seriously. Uh, I watched. No, uh, it was watched uh, a heck of a lot more of Ohio State, Michigan than I watched of uh, Cleveland, Cincinnati. That's oh, Driscoll. Jeff Driscoll came in late in the oh, game. I didn't know he was on the roster. Um, okay, <laughs> let's <laughs> let's skip Buffalo, Miami. Let's. Get, I don't have a ton on Chicago. Driscoll, Driscoll had two touchdowns. No big deal. I don't have a ton on uh, Dennis Denver, Cincinnati. I don't have a real look on. Uh, oh, yeah. the Bears Bears Giants line feels about right. Giants are getting a little frisky on offense, but they still aren't a good team. The Bears need to get these ones where they're favored, even on the road, because well, you don't want to slip. I nope. they can still slip into the four seed, even if they win the division. You don't want to end up letting the Eagles or Cowboys pass you. Seeding's important. You never know. I mean, you, you never know what happens on the other side if you want to make a run in the playoffs. You being, any- a three, being a three seed, you know, if if one of those home teams, one of those top seeds can uh, end up faltering, you can end up hosting the NFC Championship game. You got any thoughts on a total of 45? Chicago uh, versus the Giants? In, uh, in, in the Meadowlands, it could be windy. That's probably fair. I think you we're probably happens. looking at about ten mile an hour winds. I, I think, don't like I Bears think K- under right now because they are they seem like they're always good for a sneaky defensive touchdown. I'm or it, maybe not even defensive touchdowns, but defensive, you know, a big strip sack by Mac, and all of a sudden they have the ball at the ten after they just scored. End Dude. up like it's like in the Michigan game where you, when you score two touchdowns in six seconds, that game's going over. Granted, that game was. Always going to go over. With Eli's perfected the uh, Eli's perfected the turtle and protect the football, though. 
I feel like under 45 here is a, is a really solid look. And I and feel like this look. is like a 13-7 type of game here. Uh, both teams just absolutely struggling on offense in kind of windy conditions in the Meadowlands. Um, okay. Uh, I don't have a lot on a lot of these games. There's so many more games this week, but there's a ton of freaking trash ones. Uh, did you see Kansas City in the preseason? We expected them to be three. On the road. We expected them to be three-point dogs on the road in Oklahoma and I mean in, in Oakland and uh they're 15 and a, 15 points favorites in division against Derek Carr question mark uh this this is insane line Andy Reid obviously Andy Reid obviously they're well known to be good off the bye 35 yeah that 35 seems low that's why does that sound low to me because it's <laughs> that only, sounds it's only, that sounds low it's only six scores they don't kick well. field goals, man. Only when they play at Arizona. Okay. Well, let's let's talk. Let's hit one more and then let's wrap this up. Uh, this one is meaningful for uh, for deep dive uh, bragging rights. Uh, Kirk Cousins and the Minnesota Vikings head on the road to play Tom Brady and the New England Patriots. This one opened New England minus seven, and we've seen some money come in on New England. It's tickling seven and a half, although it's. You know, it's obviously really? I guess for her Well, Ben Online has some very interesting different from the market uh lines earlier in the week. I got to look into this a little more. Um I'm looking at uh minus sevens, minus one fifteen ish. Where are you at? Part. Are you just looking at an odd screen? Yeah, I'm just looking at the odd screen. I need you, I need you to get I'm your looking hands at my dog. I'm looking you- I'm looking at my Don Best. <laughs> oh, you can't be relying on that. Yeah, I need I need you to get your hands dirty and dig in here. It's down on five dimes because they're playing. And yeah. maybe if I refresh bet online, it'll be down too. And yeah, I'm sure it is. It's off the board pretty much everywhere, I think. Um what but so seriously though, Minnesota goes on the road uh to play the New England Patriots. Are they alive oh, in this spot or are the Patriots going to hang it on them? Actually, let's let's frame this a little different. Let's let's frame. What do you you expect to happen in this game that's going on right now? Minnesota with a nice nice, nice third down stop uh, against the the Packers. What do you expect to happen in this game? Minnesota wins comfortably? No, I'm expecting a very close game. This will come right down to it. This is a loser goes home, maybe. Especially if it's Green Bay. If Green Bay, what is their record now? They are like four, five, and one. Yeah, if they go to four, six, and one, season's I mean, over. Yeah, you can because you can to, only what, get to nine. You can get to nine wins. Yeah, you can that's, only that's get to nine. It. No, especially Seattle sneaking up there. Seattle has three shitty games left. Seattle could get to nine wins. Yep, yep. Somebody yeah. in the NFC East can get to nine wins. Carolina NFC can get to nine East. wins. Yep. Yeah, and, and Minnesota will have Minnesota and Chicago will both be at you. Chicago's yeah. already at eight. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. No, no. This is loser leaves town for Green Bay for sure. Not just because they will leave town to go home to Green Bay, but they will be out of the playoff race. Well, they will Carolina be playing spoiler. Wins, you know? Yeah. As shitty as they've looked lately. Yeah, so Minnesota wins, but do you think it's tight? Yeah, I, I honestly couldn't tell you who wins. It, I hope I hope Minnesota wins. I have more uh, more to lose on them. I have well, a little say, bit let's say the of final them score to win the division. Uh, let's say the final score is, uh, I don't know, say 28-21 Minnesota. Uh, they win by seven. They cover the spread. Who? What? What it, does that impact the way that this line reopens for Minnesota versus New England next week? And can Kirk Cousins get a win against the top tier opponent like New England Patriots? Probably not on the road. 
I think Patriots win, but don't cover. Oh, interesting. Huh. Well, that's quite a take. Why? So, uh, because it's rare. Uh, and you're talking about Minnesota then covering a seven-point spread in Foxborough. So you're basically saying this is going to be a coin flip game and Patriots win by a field, late field goal or it something. It doesn't have to be a coin flip. You can backdoor it. Seven points. Backdoor it. Okay. Seven points is a pretty big opening for a backdoor. It's Ask the, the Rams. It is, it is, but at the same time, if you're they down were never in that Rams. Like you can look 10. at that score. They were never in that Rams game. There was not a moment where we thought the Vikings were going to beat the Rams, but it still landed on seven. That late touchdown didn't mean shit. Like seven. I mean, you saw it in the Patriots game today with a, a way worse offense. I mean, that, there was definite worries about the Jets getting in the back door today. That the shit Patriots, happens all the time. Yeah. The Patriots ran the weirdest, most vanilla, run-heavy approach I've seen from them in years. And then when they needed it, they went wide open and put their foot on They tapped the throttle, and they scored a touchdown in like three plays. It was yeah. bizarre to see it. And I, I don't necessarily think, you know, they wanted to, they want, I feel like Belichick does this when he plays the Jets the first time, he doesn't want to expose all his stuff. He doesn't want to give them like the advantage of this is what we're doing. And so he runs these bizarre offense, you know, offensive plays. I thought it was more important for them to get right. And that's why they would kind of, you know, piss pound the Jets as your, as your words. Uh, but, uh, and they cover Jesus, but you don't want to still lose. Want, yeah. You yeah. still have aspirations of the one seed. Yeah, yeah. So, did we learn anything today about the uh, the way that the playoff picture is shaping up? In in other than just kind of jockeying for the wild cards. Yeah, I think with the with the Pittsburgh loss. I mean, are your top four seeds pretty much locked up? They are. All, I mean, all, anything can happen. It's the NFL. Tom Brady, you know, he could fall down a flight of stairs. Mahomes could tear an ACL. Shit happens. But, like, it, unless something wild happens. Unless something wild the Saints, happens. The Patriots, the Chiefs. Yeah. They right. probably so, get buys. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Rams, Saints, Patriots, Chiefs get buys. Yeah. And they, uh, the... Mm-hmm. The Steelers likely win the North, and they likely get the three. They likely face the Colts. Colts. Get the six. Colts get Colts. the six. Yeah, the, the Chargers are probably all but in now with that win. Chargers just pick up the five seed, and they head to Houston. So we're probably looking at Texans, Chargers, Steelers, Colts for our AFC wildcard round. Yeah. Even if the Bears muddle it up and don't win the division, I think they'll probably end up in with their – you know, they have eight already – Yep. You, you would think they'd get two or three more wins. Yep. You think Seattle sneaks the other uh, wild card? It'll be close because their schedule is easier. I think they play the Vikings. Like that'll be a huge game. So uh, Minnesota heads to Dallas in the four or five, and uh, Seattle goes back for a rematch against the Bears in the three six. Yeah, it'll be Seattle. I think Seattle, the Eagles, the Cowboys, the Vikings, and maybe if the Panthers can win a game or two, those are all be jockeying for those last two. But the wild cards in the NFC are a lot more wide open. Yeah, there's at least eight teams that are still – there are eight teams behind the uh, the Saints and the Rams who are still fighting for four spots, which is pretty cool. Um, anyway, good stuff, man. Uh, let's uh, let's hold our uh, the rest of our – 
handicapping for the Megapod. Uh, and uh, we will uh, revisit week 13 uh, on Tuesday. I like it. All right. Take it easy. Good luck to your Vikings tonight, and let's get points. Right now, it's a defensive master class, so that's pretty sweet. Uh, anyway, I guess I had enough breaks today, so I can take, take, take a nail here. But uh, a lot of game left. 